3: You're listening to the best of the Tom Bernard TomBernardShow.com Brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant
4: Who, me? me?
5: <laughs> well, I'd like to really know if I was married to a horror piece of did. shit <laughs> <laughs> You oh, could just look at her license My a Special stripe It <laughs> is
6: amazing Oh there. my gosh oh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions
4: Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. dot com.
3: Bradshaw and Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant.
7: Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had Dr. David Trucker on the program, talking about quite a bit of stuff, Uh, being a colonel, uh, leading teenage gangs, uh, undercover police work, everything. He's done it all. Next on The Best Of...
3: it's one of my favorite songs of all time, Vestila Juba from Pagliacci, but remember what uh, Giovanni Rabisi said? Yep. <laughs> Tenth and Wolf. It's enough effing clown. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that as long as I live. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. David Trucker with us, promoting the book, The Eleventh Commandment, but he has a story about Alan Freed. Dr. Trucker has not been on talk radio since 1944. That's amazing.
6: Age 14.
3: You were age 14.
6: Recovering from a fatal illness that never killed me, and uh, on Saturday morning, a voice appeared on WADC radio singing, good morning everybody, this is Alan Freed, and I got listening to it and got hooked on it, and he said, if you want out folks, want to come. listeners, want to come down to the program, come visit us. So I took the bus down to WADC on Saturday mornings, and after a few weeks, he let me answer the telephone, and then after a few more weeks, he let me give commercials, and as you know, he started rock and roll. He did? We weren't allowed to say rock and roll, because in black talk, that meant screwing. (laughs)
8: So we Huh
3: No. I think I actually did, yes. read that, yeah. No, it's a rock, rock enrollment and rollment to so, have sex, yeah. Yep. We
6: we had we had to say rhythm and blues.
7: Ooh, I like
3: rhythm and rhythm blues. blues. And like then
6: rhythm. Alan went on to Cleveland to one of my family's radio stations and then what? on to New York where he got involved in that payola stuff. Yeah. And I personally think payola is fine, it's just a way of doing business. But I don't make federal laws. No, you well. don't,
3: Doctor Drucker. You, know, you don't make uh, federal laws. But you know, I, I looked at your bio. You, you've had a fascinating life, and it, it goes on day by day. What a, what a great life you've had!
6: Well, I somehow manage. I'm fearless and brainless, and so that, does, that gets me in a lot of trouble.
3: Why don't you have your own talk radio show? I'd listen to you every day.
6: Well, that's a thought.
3: It is a thought, absolutely. <laughs> I
6: love it. I love it. And then uh, in college for three years, uh, I was with another guy, and we had the talk radio show out of John Carroll University in oh. Cleveland. We had a lot of listeners who had nothing to do with the university, and they just call. Let's tune in to hear our nonsense.
3: Uh, well, I understand why they would, because, uh, as I said, if you had a radio show, I'd listen to it every day. Absolutely, I would. To hear you well, tell I'd
6: me so. invite you to do it. <laughs>
3: uh, Dr. Trucker, you, you worked with the state police in Minnesota, Michigan, and Pennsylvania at one point. Uh, when you became a surgeon, is that correct?
6: Yes. And at the same time, I was working for the underworld uh, because I had grown up in the underworld in Cleveland and Akron, Because my parents worked for the mafia, and uh, so I knew all the gangsters. And then, so when I was a practitioner in uh, Golden Valley, believe it or not, uh, Minnesota. Really? So I lived uh, for 20 years at 205 South Rhode Island, next to the Lone Ranger.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and right (laughs) next to the Lone Ranger's house. I know, I know, right with the with the the yep. kind of pinkish coral color gate and and wall and all that we're about five minutes from there right now yeah we are we're right down the road from there right now as a matter you're fact right
6: you're on Olson yep. yep in that home with a great big tree in the middle I planted it when it was four feet tall
3: you did <laughs>
6: yeah
3: dr yep. Trucker, I we will look at it now because we we still live in that neighborhood
6: well I love that
3: yeah, I loved it. It was wonderful. I grew up in North Minneapolis, right down the block from where you lived. Uh,
6: speaking of underworlds.
3: Right, speaking, speaking of the mafia. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and also, uh, I started the emergency room at North Memorial Hospital.
7: You
3: did? July 1, Could you say that date again? Because it kind of broke yep,
6: up. For, uh, I started the emergency room at North Memorial Hospital july 1 1964. 19- you hear me
3: yep that was wonderful yeah it was, it, it was the line it wasn't you actually yeah, we're yes, a little, the, the line break. kind of broke up a little bit so so how long where do you live now what in which state do you live now
6: well i live um, <laughs> pardon me i live in hudson wisconsin oh you do which is re- really a suburb of saint paul it is yeah and my office is both here in hudson my business office, St. Paul, and my patient office, Eau Claire, Wisconsin.
3: Oh, so you get all over the place. You're
6: um, a- not by choice.
3: <laughs> well, you kind of set up the businesses, though. So, you, so you're, you're 88 years old or 87 years old? 88. You are 88 years old. You're still working hard. When did you write the book? When did you write the 11th Commandment?
6: Uh, it came out in December. Okay. This past December.
3: All right. In the 11th commandment, Dr. David Trucker depicts his personal experiences as a practicing physician who also associated with the underworld of organized crime. So you and I are going to need to talk about that, sir, because I bet you you and I know a lot of the same people. Mm -hmm. Because organized crime, people don't know this, but in the state of Minnesota, organized crime was not an Italian thing. It was a Jewish thing.
6: Correct. And it started in Cleveland. People think New York, Chicago... Those no, New York and Chicago. Those guys were dumb. (laughs) Capone, Capone was dumb. He didn't know how to write a check. (laughs) The real geniuses were the four Jewish Russian guys in Cleveland who didn't make mistakes. That's true. And they were wonderful people to work with.
3: You did, you did admire Meyer Lansky, though, didn't you?
6: Yeah, a little bit.
3: Oh, not, not as much. Lot. Not as much as the Cleveland guys.
6: No, no, the Cleveland guys were it. You know, and in the book, you know, I talk a lot about the Milano brothers and all, and uh actually uh, knew the one and uh, kind of liked one of their daughters, but that didn't work out. But uh, And it's really interesting. I was at my sister's funeral last week Ooh, in Cleveland. Sorry and to hear that. I saw people there that I hadn't seen for 50 and 60 years. Oh, man. And some of them from the mob.
3: That is unbelievable. So I, I am assuming you knew Kid Can Blumenfeld pretty well.
6: Uh, I knew of him. He was not a personal friend
3: yeah, of I my parents. Yeah. I oh, so so, your, your parents' connection was strictly with the Cleveland uh, mobsters?
6: Well, the story is my father was of... Anabaptist, which is Amish origin, and you do not judge any other human being, Uh and the crooks know that. So uh, he was a builder, architect, and therefore, if you feel that somebody won't judge you and won't uh, really overcharge you, where are you going to go? So I got to know in Akron, like Vince Aguirre and Whiskey Dick and Uh all these big-time guys who have been involved. In prohibition, because my dad uh, built their homes, their factories, and they were my friends, and their kids were my friends. So uh, you know, uh, and I've adopted the same <clears throat> philosophy. I don't judge any human being. It's not up to me. I'll, I'll tolerate <sighs> and help anybody I can, and that's my my lot in life.
3: That's so, a that's a wonderful way to live. You were an undercover cop, though, too, weren't you?
6: Yes. I thought Uh, so. I was making training films for the Minnesota State Police. The head of it was Tom Turney, the sergeant in charge of training uh, the officers for the state police, and he said to me, now, David, I know you have Underworld Connections. Can you help us also? And I said yes. And my first big venture in Minnesota was to divert, and see, in those days, marijuana was bad stuff, Uh not so bad today. Right. My first venture was to divert a shipment of marijuana that they knew was coming from the south, away from the Twin Cities, and divert it to Detroit, which I was able to do through Connections. Uh, But I also had unbelievable experiences in Michigan. And the one I'm probably most known for was Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. When I was medical director there, uh, I I engineered the cocaine chicken crack case.
3: (laughs) Okay. That was
6: fabulous. I almost got fired. Uh, we did an undercover sting on a chicken place that sold cocaine under a napkin covered with chicken, and that was fun. <laughs> that but, was uh, fun.
3: <laughs> oh, That's David, you're a And as you know Man.
6: from the life. book, I almost got my head blown off a couple times. Like one guy put a gun to my head and said, I'm going to blow your head off, and I said, go right ahead. Within two weeks, your whole family will be dead. <laughs> and he he let out an expletive and walked away.
3: Uh-huh. Well, that's good.
6: But both people, I want you to know this is important, that both people that I shot in the book, uh, they had the draw on me first. So I was in self-defense on both of those shootings.
1: Yeah, otherwise you'd be in jail, right? Yeah. <laughs>
6: well... No, but I had illegal <laughs> possession of a weapon for a minor, and that's what oh. cooked my. That's what sent me away. So did you kill but them? both? I turned my life around. See, I was a teenage gang leader. Right,
3: right. And, and where was that, was that in Cleveland, or, or where was that?
6: Uh, a Falls, Ohio, oh,
3: okay. outside Akron. Yep.
6: Outside Akron.
3: So, how did you get involved and in being a gang
4: leader?
6: I was brainless and fearless. Got overconfident. Went up to help my cousin in Cleveland selling illegal cigarettes to underage kids. <laughs> and and I, I got in trouble. Yes. Big time.
3: I can see Big that. Big time. How, how did you decide to turn your life around, Dr. Trucker?
6: Well, what happened was uh, uh, the charges of uh, shooting the guy were dropped because he had a weapon. So I was classified as Mm self-defense, but for a 14-year-old to have uh, a weapon, not registered, illegal, underage, I couldn't defend. My relatives were powerful politicians in Cleveland, so they negotiated with the uh, Cahoga County attorney to get my ass out of town, (laughs) and that's why I was sent all the way to Wisconsin, to that Jesuit boarding school, which I hated. That was my, really my parole and trial. And But then I found out that the school had the number one academic high school rating in the nation. And I turned around 180 degrees, came out third out of 88 for four years with a perfect, conduct record for four years, Uh but I loved the military-type discipline that the Jesuits handed out, and I ended up getting a scholarship to John Carroll in Cleveland, and then uh, I went to medical school at Loyola in Chicago, did my internship, took general surgery there. Uh, Then I uh, got an orthopedic residency at Harvard. and headed out to Boston, and that was magnificent. And after I finished residency, uh, I was uh, very close to the the boss of orthopedics there who was quite ill at the time, so I was in his practice after I finished training, and I was only in practice 11 months with him when the U.S. Army decided I was very good-looking, and was needed in the Vietnam War.
3: <laughs> I'm sure that's so. true. Now, Doctor Trucker, we're running out of time today, but I want to reach out to you a couple of more times and talk about the 11th commandment. Uh, the 11th commandment in your life. Do you mind if I reach out to you uh, in the near future? Would
6: would love to talk to you. That's I wonderful. enjoy talk radio, and mm. it's really a thrill to be back and have the opportunity to be on talk radio again.
3: Well, it's wonderful having you on, and I will reach out to you very soon, sir. Have a wonderful day.
6: Thank you kindly.
3: Thank you. Dr. David Trucker, the book is called The 11th Commandment, ladies and gentlemen. What an interesting life. What, he what a life. He's done a few things. Yeah. So then I shot the guy. He, didn't sit, <laughs> <No> <laughs> okay. he <laughs> didn't sit around.
7: No sitting around.
3: He didn't sit around, wasted any time, <laughs> that's for sure. 88 years old. Yeah. Hasn't been on talk radio since 1944.
7: (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) When he first said that, I was
3: I was expecting him to be like, you know.
9: I totally love him.
3: (laughs) Oh, I do too.
5: He knows Skype.
3: He knows Skype. Yeah, (laughs) he knows Skype. (laughs) We will be back. Hour three coming right up, Tom Bernard Show. Best of the Tom Bernard podcast.
9: Arizona.
7: That was Dr. David Trucker on the best of. Coming up next, we wish a fond farewell to Mr. Mike Molina as he is New York bound. Good luck out there, Mike. And don't drink the water in the river. Uh, Next on the best of.
3: Start spreading the news I'm leaving today. You are no he's not leaving today, he's leaving in uh,
0: May thirty first May
3: thirteen days. I'm leaving thirteen days from now. Uh, ooh, this is cold. Doc. Catch Mark. How the hell is a guy who couldn't sell fifty tickets at uh, Rick Bronson's going to sell out Treasure Island? Talk about Russell Peters. Ooh, oh. Russell Peters is nowhere near as big in America as he is the rest of the world. He's huge I in the rest who, of. the I'm looking at him. I don't know who he is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not. Uh, not really popular, but, you know, it. it is what it is. Hey, did they ask you yet about the uh, Radio Hall of Fame thing? No. Oh, because I, apparently Shelly put together a table. She asked me yesterday, I said, everybody but Britney. King. <laughs> so,
0: you want to make sure I knew I was no. barred from yeah, the
3: event. Yeah, that you were barred
0: from <laughs> the event. Sounds about out. right. No, yeah, I don't know anything about the event. I mean, I know you, that ex- the event exists. That's the extent.
3: I think it's in September. It's in September, but she got a table for the morning show and, and the really? family. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. He's the family twenty second?
3: Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm gonna be out of town. <laughs> okay.
9: Exciting. Oh, are they gonna keep the black guys out of
3: this, out of that? I have no idea. Don't be trying to hang that one on me, brother. God? Brother man. I was saying. Um that I don't know. I, I don't know who's going to what or whatever. All I know is they asked me who's coming from the family. I said, Catherine doesn't want to come. No. Oh said, yeah. Catherine right. will be there, Andy, Alex, Dan. And other than that, I didn't know. I have no idea. I have no idea who's coming.
0: I'm in if that's a thing. I want to go. I mean, reason to wear a dress. I'm in.
3: Well, that's why I'm going so. <laughs> so <laughs> to wear buy. a dress. I think
0: reason to buy a dress.
3: can buy a dress. Hey, if you want a cupcake, by the way, you better take them because Cassie's taking them home to her children, and they will all be gone. Uh, so if you want a caramel yeah. one or a red velvet one,
0: I love when I can see the pure salt on something, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm definitely going to have one. Normally, I'd be like, I'm good, but I'm like, yes, yes
2: they're delicious.
7: They are. Hey. I guess i got a question yeah uh this is kind of it should
9: be a behind the scenes question but i can't ask it because i'm not there is there a show
3: next friday uh next friday yeah why wouldn't there be yeah well it's it's uh memorial day memorial day well it's memorial weekend but memorial day is on a monday so there will be no show on memorial day itself okay Okay, but uh, so well, that's good. It'll, it'll be my fifty-six. Your fifty-six. No. Your fifty-six show. No birthday. His birthday.
8: birthday. Ooh. Yeah. What? He's been on much more than fifty-six of these shows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that Fawn's birthday yeah. too? The twenty-three to four?
5: No, she's made 20 26. twenty-six. May twenty-six. Yeah,
0: oh. I'm just trying to think what day that is. That's the twenty-fifth. Oh, and no, it's
5: that, Saturday, so a week from yes. tomorrow.
0: So yeah, oh, I'm saying JB, you're the twenty-fifth, right?
5: Okay. Mm. Right. It's, it's also National yeah. Wine Day.
3: Yeah, it's Michael Bryant's birthday today. and it's. By the way, honestly, Mary Ann Hanna, my name is not Bernard Panuga, <laughs> and I don't care about your billions of dollars in Nigeria. <laughs> Stop reaching out to oh, me. Oh,
0: Savvy, forward me that. I do. I care.
3: <laughs> you care about Yeah, I'll the,
0: get the money out. The billions? Yeah, I need it.
3: All right. Whatever works.
0: Hey, JB, I'm killing you in the Nike Run app right now. What? That's
9: because I stopped by, um, What's your excuse? Posting. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm so, still running i I'm still running about fourteen miles a week.
3: Oh, okay.
0: So that's adorable.
3: So. <laughs> I like it. That works yeah. for me. So uh, what, what I average five K of run. What's the Run app? What is that? So
0: it just you track all your runs, and whoever's on. it's only on Nike Run. So like I think I've got I've okay, got you, my friend Michelle, and one of my army friends. That's all. And mostly it's just me and JB running <laughs> against each other on the oh, app. It is? Yeah, and JB kills me in the winter. I don't I don't leave the house <laughs> if it's not like seventy. Oh
7: really? Well, you but would now, think that you
8: could like there'd be like global leaderboards or whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I just feel like I don't need to post. I mean, that seems a bit. <laughs> Like when people post their runs on Mm
1: -hmm. there, good
0: for them. I'm sure it's good motivation, but it feels a little silly. But it is funny that it's like JB and me. It's like how I have a connection. I see him all the time on there. Like that son of a bitch.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, that'll. I hit hit the
9: thousand mile mark yesterday.
0: That's adorable. I'm almost at three thousand in life. (laughs) Yeah, like of all time.
9: Yeah,
3: that's adorable. That's really <laughs> no. Oh, that was not that adorable. That's I've done three cute. times that much. That's true. Really, that's cute. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. God.
0: I'm almost at the 3,000 mark.
3: You said you were at the 3,000 mark. I You're said I'm liar. almost. Oh, you wait, no, lied. I'm at
0: 317. Or 3,017, I mean. Oh, oh wow. 317. Yeah.
3: 317. I'm almost at the 3,000 mark. I'm at 317. That's I, didn't,
2: I run. I'm not smart. That's um. true. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a runner. I can't no, do
3: it. You can't um, do it or you just don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yep. <laughs> I, don't
2: I, I the only I, time I don't the only time it. I run is if I'm running after a kid because they're mm-hmm. misbehaving and they <laughs> they run away from me. So I have to chase them down and but yeah, I just I, especially in the wintertime, I see these people running and Ugh. I literally like mm-hmm. say to myself out loud in my car, I'm like there's something really wrong with that person, why would they I want to agree. Run? I agree on that. It's like, I mean, I understand they're committed, they have a lot of motivation, but I mean, I don't even like going to start in my car in the wintertime let alone oh, go God. run outside in it. I'm with you.
5: Well, not that I would I, wish I, harm I, or, or bad on someone, but it is funny when they sp- like when they fall in yeah, the winter. Yeah,
3: I agree. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> a friend of mine almost lost her foot from falling in the winter, but uh, yeah, don't, my don't my worry about her.
2: animal... I like bike riding though. That's fun. I bike just yeah, great. I just bought like a cruising bike from Walmart. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's got a basket in the front and oh. I have like a oh. little thing on the back I could strap a picnic basket to it. I
0: think though having just having children, even when I watch my nephews by the time the day is done, I've like
2: done a bajillion steps and I'm starving. So I feel mm-hmm. like just being a mom is enough. It, it it's a lot of work. I mean, you know, especially when they're little. Yeah. They're constantly moving, constantly. Yeah. And um that's why I like it when they're they were like 4 or 5 months old cuz when you put them down they stay where you put them and <laughs> you know right. you, you know but once they start moving it's just go 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 and and it's like that, uh, I mean, now the kids are being, um, especially my youngest is Max, and he's six years old now. And he, he can entertain himself and
3: Excellent. do
2: what he needs to do. So it's slowing down a bit for me, which is good. And then everybody asks, well, are you and Dave going to have another one? I'm like, I would Who's love Who's asking to- you that? Oh, people <laughs> say it all the time. Oh, you should make it an even dozen now. And I'm just like, no,
3: An stop. even dozen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm like, no. I, I, I would love to, but it's like we, I, too I much. think i am done i yeah. we want to have yeah. our time yeah you know you've made a lot of humans you can yes. take a break yes. he
3: has six and you have five
2: no he i have three and then he so. has eight
3: he has eight
2: yeah most <laughs> of them are adult children you know you know is mm-hmm. Jen. well he's an yeah. adult
3: child so yeah. yeah he is he is well, that's <laughs> the same story there.
2: but you are i i'm that way too i mean we we just laugh that's and just thing. have fun together we can have conversation and I don't know. We're just we're just a fun couple. Yeah, you know.
3: Oh, listen to you. We're just a fun couple.
2: <laughs> we are. We just do. need to make more, more of to us. Laugh. We just we make jokes all the time. Um, you know, and we try we, um, we try and do that around the kids a lot too to show that life is is fun. And yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah.
3: That is a good
5: idea. Tom and I can tell you yeah, that is important. It's a good thing you do that with your kids. <laughs> it <is. laughs>
3: no, it's true. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like seeing things and yeah. talking to people that aren't there. Yeah. Which is, that's not good to do around. By the way, I am creeped out as hell because I fired Molina on Tuesday. Yeah. He's only got what, six minutes left? Is that how yeah. much time we got left? Six minutes. Uh, you see Jesus over here? <laughs> We started yeah. the week Jesus was looking right at me. Oh, and man. now every day he's turned a little bit and now he's staring right at Melina. <laughs>
0: what
3: the hell's that all about?
0: Oh man. Jesus
3: has turned his back on me. That's <laughs> true. I don't. I'm not happy with that.
2: Well, what'd you do?
3: Well, I fired Molina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just, Melina just needs him more yeah. right now. Yep. <laughs> Molina needs Jesus more. And then, of course, you got Hillary and
5: Trump over here staring at Molina. Oh yeah, too. that's you know, a so good they're...
0: looking Trump. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a replica, but it's a very yeah. svelte looking.
5: Unlike that one they had a what. Well, like think Walt Disney Realm
3: yeah. That is kinda of cold actually yeah. because Trump is thinner than Hillary in those. Yeah. Times. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> of, he is. Honest I
0: honestly God. think it's the same character, just one yeah. of a hat on. It
3: kinda is. Yeah. One does it as a MAGA hat I'm on. sure they have a generic mold <laughs> that they then like just put some facial features on. Really? Is that what they do? I'm sure it is. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. Because I mean, how much did those things cost?
2: And Dave has a bobblehead of himself.
3: Of himself? Oh, big <laughs> you get, deal. You can get custom bobbleheads, yeah, yeah but those are a lot more expensive.
2: He's so proud of uh,
3: it. I, <laughs> I, I used to have a bunch of bobbleheads of twins, but I don't know what happened to them. I think Catherine threw them all away.
0: I mean, I, they would seem like they'd go with the design of your house so yeah. well. I can't oh, believe yeah. that they... <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, that'd be over really, really well, no question about it. I just found out uh, today that Lindsay Whalen is a neighbor of mine. I didn't even know. No, really? Yeah, she's a neighbor.
2: That's cool.
3: She's a smart
0: woman. Is it your new place or is
3: it your old one? The the old house that we're never going to sell. That one.
9: Uh, You sell
3: it. No, I don't want to. But Catherine wants to. Mm -hmm. No, I don't know. Well,. That That market is going to be interesting. That's, we shall see. That's
0: the best neighborhood. I'm not <laughs> even joking. S- that's like my I love
3: that. Neighborhood, yeah. I
2: love that neighborhood. I, I love oh, Theo Worth. Yeah. I love being in the city, but not in the city. Yep, that's my yep, favorite neighborhood. Yeah. I know when you said Catherine wanted to sell the house but you didn't want to, all that came in my mind was a scene in Step Brothers when they didn't want to sell the house. They (laughs) They were dressed up like ghosts and stuff. Or what was it, Nazis mowing the lawn? Oh, yeah.
5: It was was an African American couple that was seeing the house, and one's dressed up as a Nazi and the other's in a Ku Klux Klan. And he's like, Welcome to the neighborhood. We recycle.
9: (laughs) We,
3: We recycle. All of my friends, and I mean every single one of my friends. So uh, Catherine wants to sell the house, and I don't want to sell the house. Every one of them, so you're selling the house, huh? <laughs> well, yes, right. Yeah, we are. Eventually, it'll, we'll we'll sell it, and I'll go live in some hobble somewhere.
0: Oh, I'm sure it'll be a straight-up hobble. Don't
3: worry about oh. my feelings. <laughs> uh, we'll put uh,
0: you in a home, Bernard.
3: I should be in a home. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so bad. I love playing cards.
3: I want to do this deal, though, to get that lip, uh, that lip thing going. <laughs> I like that when low people, older people's lower lip Moves up and down I
0: feel like I do that some mornings at our work Just
3: My favorite of all time was the Laurent boys When they were like 10, 11, 12 years old Went house to house to shovel walks And there was a really old couple And he had the shakes up and down And she had the shakes back and forth So she was saying no And he was saying yes
7: <laughs> oh, So do you want us to do this? Do or... you want us to
3: show you what? Is that a
0: yes or no?
3: (laughs) Well, he wants us to, but she doesn't want us to, so I don't know. I don't uh, know. It's, it's so like
5: m- one of our favorite scenes in Curb when it was good, when doing Larry's when doing the Michael J. Five, Vi- where he's oh, doing the yeah. violin. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. They think he's, like, mocking him. <laughs> That's so funny.
5: So,
3: Melina, how long have I known you now? We only got, what, about two minutes left? I want to make sure. We got, how many? How much time we got? Like? Two and a half. Yeah,
0: God forbid you say something and nice half, and have seen. to stick <laughs> around for a little bit. No, I was
3: going to tell him he sucks. Okay, good. That was good. Good. No. I. But how long have I known you now? Oh,
5: uh, uh, at least six, seven.
3: Six, six seven years. Yeah. Something like that, and we worked together on this show for several years. Yep. You tried to buy Mexican Coke for me in yeah. uh, in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. And the guy thought you literally meant Mexican yeah. Coke, not Coca Cola, yeah. <laughs> but Mexican Coke. And you scared, and you had to yeah. go sit at a bus bench because yeah. he hyperventilated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was phenomenal. It's been a hell of a run. It's been great having you on the show. The family adores you. You know that. Oh, yes. Wow. And we, uh, you know, well, you got to come visit because you oh, still yeah. you'll have your own property. You still own, You yep. think you'll ever sell your mother's house.
5: I don't know. That's going to be hard. I know. That's, that's uh, what I was thinking. Selling uh, your mother's no, house is going to be I know you went through hard. the same thing.
3: We did, and I, that's one of the reasons I, I'm not wild about selling the house we live in now, because yeah. that was the last house that my mother uh, ever visited. Yep. Mm. And I'll never forget, we pulled up in front, and she looked up and went, What, do you live in a hotel? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bigger than the houses that you're used to, I understand, Toots. But, oh, God, she got so mad at me. We'll close with a, a Toots story. We've got one minute left. Um, yep, minute 20. Minute 20. Okay. So my mother, she's uh, over at a retirement home. And I said, Mom, it's." I was thinking about the old house because she bought a house. On uh, between Newton and Oliver on Twenty Sixth Avenue North, way back in the day, back in the probably early seventies, for sixteen thousand dollars.
0: That's right? amazing.
3: And I said, Mom, you know what's so great about that? It would have been so phenomenal if you had held on to that. She goes, Oh, I know. It would have been unbelievable. I'd just stayed living there. I should have just stayed living there. I said, Yeah. What'd you pay for that house? She goes, Sixteen thousand. And I said, Do you realize today you could probably get like. Sixteen thousand.
1: <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I, I live on Newton.
3: <laughs> she did not find any humor in that whatsoever. That's so whatsoever. funny. That's so. This funny. was a different area ah, of Newton than you live I was gonna say I live
0: now. on Avenue South. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's, uh, no. That's. But not I. The I
0: Newton. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> she's so mad at you.
3: She was. <laughs> you would probably still get sixteen thousand. <laughs> Melina, God bless you. Yay. All Thank you. All the best to you. It's been great working with you, and uh, just for you know Facebook. Jackasses. I did not fire yeah. him. He's going out to live with his brother. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, put,
2: did. I'll put him yeah. straight if they yeah. say anything.
3: Yeah, it's a good thing. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next. Cassie's first day next week, next Monday. Ooh, oh, wow.
0: you're doing this one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. You'll do great. It's yeah. Be phenomenal. I'm excited. God,
3: again, God bless you, Melina. Yeah. Thank you, sir. We'll oh, talk to you next you. week. Tom Bernard Show. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast.
7: No sleep till. Brooklyn! farewell molina good luck in new york city i'm sure you'll do just fine coming up next closing out the show we're opening up the All the way back to episode 384 with Kurt Braunohler and Cameron Esposito next on The Best Of.
3: It is the TomBernardShow.com with Katherine Brand. Brandt Bernard Andy Brandt Bernard JB
7: Grasmussen,
4: <laughs> you. You,
7: you, you
1: Cameron Hi. Esposito. There Hi. we are. Cameron <laughs>
3: Esposito.
1: <laughs> Kurt
4: Brownler. And featuring Don Shelby.
3: hell of a job, I think. Thank you. It's a magnificent job, actually. He wasn't
1: talking to you.
8: Wait, 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 if Don's Don's
3: featuring, are we both opening for this show? You're opening for Don. Sure, that'll work. That's exactly right. That'll work. So, Cameron, on on the KQ Morning Show on Wednesday, I do a morning show on Tom as well. Kurt. Oh, you got a meter, It's unbelievable. He was raving about you. You
1: know, I was supposed to be there this morning, but I couldn't get there because All there because was of the weather. Yeah, they the, the, no taxis would come pick me up. I ordered, I ordered Your cabs wouldn't even come. Yeah. in? Yeah. Well, they said they said, oh, uh, we'll be there in two hours, oh, wow. <laughs> well, which enough. I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then maybe not.
9: That's a
8: little, Jeez, a little too yeah, much. Yeah, I ordered time. one and I waited an hour and a half for it. It just never came. Oh, so, yeah. and then I hit Uber. Five minutes. I know Uber. Oh, Uber five yeah. minutes. Uber. Uber in this car. town Uber's is so great.
9: much better
0: than a I didn't cab. Didn't even know don't even we bother that. with cabs. Well, that's the end of our Uber. Somali
7: listeners. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Be it's true. true.
1: I've
3: taken <laughs> kiss them goodbye. I've taken it's one cab. So, Cameron, in Minnesota. are you responsible for all Espositos?
1: Yeah, hockey Espositos, uh, female actor Espositos. Yeah.
3: Yeah. What Mm -hmm. the hell's the problem with her? I really like her, and then she always disappears.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll let her know. You know, we're close friends. Because,
3: remember (laughs) the. We're not
1: related, but all Espositos know each other, so (laughs) we're close friends. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes.
3: Now, Phil Esposito.
9: So you know Phil and Tony?
1: Personally, yeah. (laughs) We share an apartment.
3: But anyway, (laughs) do you know the great saying about Phil Esposito?
1: Uh, He's not my dad. No. that's my saying about that's saying. it. that's, that's always, your, that's your saying my great saying that's my best saying about him it's always like oh, not were, that, not that guy's stickers. daughter
3: this is a true story there were bumper stickers this is for all hockey fans or not hockey fans it doesn't matter uh, everybody knows what a save is in hockey don't they I mean even if you don't watch hockey you know what a save is it would, you try to nope. score a goal and it's when if someone it doesn't go in you save it from going in the goal
8: you adopt the puck Jesus. right that's yeah, exactly right you adopt right. the puck and bring it home and raise there
3: it there were bumper stickers out when he was a player because he was such a great player Jesus saves and Esposito scores on the rebound.
1: <laughs> wow, I got to get huh? one of those bumper. I hope yeah, they're exactly. still kicking around. That's a great bumper. I should sticker put that on you. all of my Jesus stuff. Jesus
3: saves and Esposito Don't scores on the rebound. Yeah, I think it'd be a just great Just my luggage idea. at
1: the airport. That'd be just great. Sunglasses with that emblazoned on the side.
3: <laughs> so I got to throw this out very quickly because it was hilarious this morning. David Keckner was on the KG Morning Show, right? So I introduced him ladies and gentlemen. He's got a new uh, movie out called, I think it's called Cheat Thrill. And, uh, Keck- Keck,
8: wait, Keckner's in town right now?
3: No, no, he was he called <laughs> in on the phone. Oh, uh, okay. He, uh, so he calls in on the phone and I introduce him he goes, what's the with, with the mysterious voice? I said, what? He goes, why do you talk in that mysterious voice? I said, it's not mysterious. This is how I talk. He goes, well, you sound very mysterious. And if it would have been a podcast, I said, fuck you. <laughs> no, but I, no I, think, I think Keckner's hilarious. He's great. I love that guy. Uh, he's, he's a very nice man. He's I,
8: a very nice man.
3: I did tell him this morning, and Cameron, you can agree with us or not, nobody looks sexier in a cowboy hat than David Keckner. I yeah. mean, let's be honest.
1: I mean, I have... You know, different opinions about what's sexy, I think, than you. (laughs) But that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not slamming him. I'm just (laughs) saying we're different people with different tastes. Yeah, Yeah.
3: but him in the back, (laughs) but not slamming He's a
1: nice guy. I just don't know what hats, you know what I mean?
3: (laughs) mean, We have two, not one, but two guests today. We
1: Oh, Oh, yeah. All right, Bella, you can get on
3: it. Bella won't get on her her little pad thing.
7: Oh,
3: no. I don't know why, but she just looked at it, but she won't get on it.
7: She's sick of this Kurt snow. Kurt Brownhuller
3: but... is with us. Hello. And it's the, and it's the K-Hole. The K-Hole is <laughs> my podcast on the Nerdist. It is. And yeah. what does it say around the outside? Yeah. There's like pet yeah, so or... that
8: Yeah. <laughs> so those are all the formats. So pet which is all about pets and animals.
2: Come here, And then pet. the boat
8: show, which is where we just talk about boats. Yes. And we don't know anything about boats. All right. And then uh, Get Lost is where I uh, blindfold people throw them. The I love that. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks yeah. We're idea. actually making it into a, a pilot right now in L.A. Really? Oh, are you really? Yeah, yeah, we nice. t- I just shot like the kind of pre-pilot with uh and I took Grace Helbig, who's this huge YouTube star, to uh, uh-huh. a nuclear missile silo that's just outside of L.A. That's a great <laughs> idea. It was abandoned, yeah, in the seventies.
3: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was kind of amazing. So Cameron Esposito, how many times has he blindfolded you?
1: I've been on one time, and uh, Kurt took me to a murder house. Double there was a oh. yeah, there was a house in L.A. where there was a terrible murder, and then nothing had changed in the in house. Fifties.
8: It was happened you know? on Christmas Eve in the fifties. Was and it then, in Compton? So you don't no. know oh, when it was was you're female. going there. Was no, it like. In Com- Often.
1: Not the opposite of that kind of murder. Yeah. Think like, uh, <laughs> think like, not like bang, like bang, you know. Yeah. Uh, but as we tried to approach the house, the neighbors immediately, I mean, it was one second after we got really? out of the car, were like, Get out of here! You're trespassing! What? You're trespassing. So there's
8: nobody Creepy. in the house. No, yeah, okay, house. so the guy murdered his wife and then killed himself on uh, Christmas yeah. Eve. Right. Thank you. Then someone bought the house. 60 years ago. Yeah, 60 years ago. Hey, someone Christmas. bought the house and never went to it. And so oh. the like the Christmas tree is still up. All oh. the packaging, all like the gifts are still there. The TV <laughs> is there. Like They never moved anything out. And so it's just been preserved, this murder scene, essentially.
1: Oh. But then we realize that it probably is... Uh, the nightmare of the people who live next to them that that nothing has changed because people must walk up there all the time and just be like, (laughs) how how did you know about the... House
8: is online. It, it, it's oh, just like it's, online. Yeah, okay. it's like
4: called the Los Feliz Murder House, and people Los know Filos. about it. The people who live in the cul de sac, when they give out their address, they go, "Go to the murder house and take a right
8: <laughs> Yeah,
2: I'm <laughs> right <laughs> next door to the murder house. <laughs> Make
9: sure the murder house.
4: Look for the Christmas tree. That's got be
0: really great for property values having a murder house in the I neighborhood. Think, the
4: I think
8: it probably actually is because That's, it's now become like a landmark. Oh. Well, Captain's yeah.
4: a realtor, so how would you sell that house? <laughs> Well, how You actually you, how have would to you, tell them. You well, do. do. But I didn't do Would, yet, you, would you, you use it? When
1: there's been a murder. You
8: have to tell well, the person before they buy it. Yes.
4: Yep. really.
8: So yeah, wow. Have, have you now. ever
1: had to do that? Have no. you personally ever had to do no. that? And no. here's a fun fact. The worst fact. I've My... ever had to do is like the dead squirrel. In Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't live here. That's so much nicer than anything I expected. say. And it's
8: currently haunts the house. Whether or not a house is haunted. Yeah, you do. What? What? No. Yep. No. That's, that's in the law bull. shit. You, For you have to, you have to real. say it's haunted or not? Mm-hmm.
4: And standard disclosure I, of course is whether there has ever been any meth
3: production. Oh, that's oh yeah, that's yeah. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: because there can be yes. festerings.
3: You yep. know, I'm old enough festerings. to remember that before festerings. you bought a house they had to tell you if there was an <laughs> act blay i gay living in the neighborhood. <laughs> but uh no, that's not
0: I know. I was the
3: only white guy to live in my neighborhood. I know that. Uh, What? Dan,
0: they didn't like your kind at all.
3: Yeah, they didn't like me. It's true.
0: Good to hear from you, everybody. No what? I Um, I said what? Dan knows someone that bought a house where someone hanged himself in his garage and they Ooh, got like nasty. a really
1: good deal on the house well, because can see the guy and they, they
8: the never board. go into the garage yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they throw down the, the
8: garage you know the little ball oh, yeah, that you they... hang from the uh, oh. from the thing where you park the, your car
7: <laughs> it's uh, the windshield uh, it's just no. a ball it's just feet no, on the... no. <laughs> i
4: don't know if this is urban legend or not but you remember the stories uh, back when we were young that. uh um, you bring that? That was a cl-
3: that when, when you were young. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, I can't I even remember that. half That's the shit, right. Right. No, it's terrible. No, story. concussions. In- you think, Cameron?
1: Yeah, from all that, whatever you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. what you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Earlier, when sure. sure. you had all, all that all head that. stuff
3: happen, your <laughs> head. Yeah. Anyway. ran into things. <laughs> sorry, Mister Shelby. I was going
4: to say, do you remember the stories that advertisements for a Corvette for sale? Um, oh yeah, and yeah. and it was like a thousand dollars, and it, and the person shows up, and it just reeks because a person had killed themselves <sighs> yeah. in the car, and their body rotted. Oh, and my God. And, I don't know if I'm buying that. No, and I never. But I mean, it was just a story when we were kids. That, <clears> that was, you know, you could, yeah, if you yeah, would go exactly. to the police department and ask, <laughs> "Are do you have any cars where people died, then just rotted?" Did so you, you get a discount. Now, was
1: yeah. that always Why? a Corvette when you heard that story? It was, was always a Corvette. A Corvette. See, uh, I, I think you red. should assume that a Corvette has had somebody kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Corvettes. That's yeah. part of the Carfax. They yeah, have a small yeah.
3: penis. Is that the whole deal? <laughs> yeah, they have a small penis, <laughs> so he killed done. himself.
1: That was one of my favorite Seinfeld
0: episodes with the Bo car. Oh, the B.O. Car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the cab driver. Some, I don't know. It was.
3: The yeah. yeah. B.O. car. <laughs> it was just a <laughs> B.O. Car. The it's all true. Well, it's true. <laughs> that was so great. Do you
4: remember Sam Esposito, third baseman for the White Sox back in the uh, 60s? Of 50s, course I even? do. Course we were neighbors. <laughs> I don't
1: know. <years> <laughs> I, yeah. don't, I you, don't know anything about that. Did you say like yes we that's really like before everybody. you were born? I just might as well. No, I... I, in my mind, I'm the most famous Esposito, but it seems like we've got, dis- got some disagreement.
3: Yeah. Let's just go with the most famous
8: Italian.
1: Yeah, I'm the most famous Italian ever.
8: She just beat out Christopher Columbus. Yeah, yes. it's like
1: me, Berlusconi, Christopher Columbus, <laughs> Mussolini, <exactly>. Berlusconi, <laughs> and then just pasta. The gen- you know, just, just pasta. Generally. Joe Esposito,
9: assistant coach to Tubby Smith.
3: Yeah, run.
9: There was there's a, and he was about. 5 well, foot
3: 10. You talk into the mic. A lot of people can not hear it. Oh. Hey. What? He Baby. was about 5 foot
9: 10 and 5 foot 10. As wide as he Why? was. Oh well, no, yeah, well, Joe that'll happen. fit your doorways and all that. <laughs> Joe, oh, nice. wore a size 50 pant. I just I just love with this. With an inseam of
3: 30. Oh, that's not good. That's no. my
0: size. I love how
3: Andy <laughs> Where just does he walks get his out. Because
0: I have a very hard <laughs> time. Did, did
3: everybody introduce themselves to Cameron, or did she come Didn't here afterwards?
1: No, that was oh, after. Sorry, I just like I walked in, so. and you guys all look beautiful. So I just assumed I was in a safe place.
3: Uh-huh.
1: This could be a murder wrong. house. Yeah, this could be a murder house. A All this talk house. about murder. murder. I'll have you sign the waiver today. So, yeah.
3: Catherine. Catherine, hi. Our daughter. His wife. Yes, our uh, daughter Alexandra. Relationship. Andy, our son, That's is usually there. The ginger beard. JB, my younger brother, right next to you. <laughs>
1: know
3: you know Kurt. I don't know if you know Kurt or not.
1: Maybe you've met Kurt. I know Kurt.
3: You know Kurt, and and featuring Don Shelby, and it's always featuring. It's his actual name. I had it legally changed.
1: Don, you've great glasses. Thank you very much. Yeah, I love your look. I I like your whole thing. Oh, thank you so much. The two of us, (laughs) (laughs) what a team we would be. (laughs) He
3: could rule the world.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you just look so intelligent with those glasses. It's, it's,
3: it's a disguise. I can't believe you're, really you're not holding a newspaper. He was actually a news anchor for 50 years.
1: I believe that. that. And New you know us. what? It makes it so much more palpable when you say fuck.
3: Yeah. When you're wearing,
1: like, serious tortoise shell glasses <laughs> and, like, smoking a cigar and then just, I didn't expect that at all. Wouldn't
3: it be better, though, if you could actually sit down and turn on the TV and the news anchor went, what the fuck happened now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would yeah. be much, so better. much better. I agree. Fucking
0: idiots at a
8: running city
9: hall. Like
8: that it. was uh, that was actually the Onion headline uh, the right Onion. after 9/11. All it just said was "Holy fucking shit." Yeah,
4: well, <laughs> which yeah, was like an appropriate, go. like
3: yeah. a good, funny way, but still like, oh my god. Yeah, I, I love the Onion. Uh, so good. It's just bizarre. So, so funny. just wonderful. Stuff. Nothing will ever top. Man paralyzed from the waist up. <laughs>
9: well they ran one
3: That's
4: terrible.
9: they ran one a couple of days ago italian figure female figure skater falls in the ice name and, Cameron. <laughs> and they actually had a photo of it well, they did and I, ran, I was in the track locker room and a kid actually thought it was real <laughs> was
8: like, oh my God. yeah it was as if it was like a deep lake underneath the, <laughs> the ring. And
9: one yeah. Of, yeah. yes exactly one yeah. of his teammates said hey dummy they don't skate on a lake. They skate on the indoor ice.
3: Oh, they thought it was on a lake. <laughs> oh, Minnesotans. Oh, kids.
2: That's adorable.
3: Well, oh,
1: youth.
3: <laughs> it, is it is Minnesotans. You're absolutely right Don't
1: about you think that. it's you them being like, uh, this I'll, is in the natural no place. No. Is she from Minnesota? Yeah.
9: Say no. Say no. <laughs> no, no, the, no, this was a young man. This, oh. You know, this is a from college. Where?
3: where is he from? Say New York.
1: No, oh, he's from
3: Minnesota. Cameron, are you from Damn New York? Damn it. No, uh,
1: I'm, I'm from chicago you, where just your neighbor really? the south yeah
3: i love but i chicago. live in
1: la now and so that's kurt and i are friends you know uh from doing jokes in la but i i, I grew up in chicago lived there till I just a year chicago. and a half ago i
3: love chicago i love it
1: too great city it's, it's my yeah, favorite it
3: big city si- well it's my favorite big american city I love London's a great town, too, but Chicago.
1: Oh, there's so much to it, you know, it's like, and right, just yep. sausages and barbecues and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and then LA is everybody's responsible and thin,
3: too responsible. Kale. That sucks. Too it's a responsible. whole different thing. It yeah. really is. That's really great news for us. We're gonna, we're we currently live in Florida. I, it's hard to tell today, but we usually live in Florida in the winter. Oh, for, snowbirds have yeah, the snowbird little, thing. So, but we're we're moving to LA next winter.
7: Oh, you are oh, yeah.
8: amazing.
3: Oh, you're gonna love it well we'll see it's it's really pleasant. not from what you just told me oh, everybody's no. boring as fuck and they don't
1: no it's just a very responsible city yeah, because everybody that. wants to kind of illegal? be really intentional with their lives and like achieve a lot and so everybody like goes home and just drives really well they drive crazy but i mean they don't drive drunk it's like a really different but place. i
8: think it's that's because it's like a bunch of people there are like aspirational like yeah. they're like i'm trying to make it i'm trying to run that race right yeah but if you're like come and you're established already you can just get like an amazing place and have the temperature be 70 degrees so do you love every it every day i love it I love it too. It's I beautiful. really do. And I and I lived in New York City for 14 years, and I never wanted to leave. And then I left. Wait a and Within a
3: few months, I loved it. You lived in New York City. Yeah. How tall are you? Six four. That's what I thought. Because yeah. when I went, I'm. Uh, at that time, I was like 28 or something. I was six one at the time. I'm only about six feet tall now. Because when you get older, it sucks and uh, you just get shorter. You do. Right? But I went to dinner with my agents. <laughs> Cause they used to do a lot of voiceover back then. Yeah. In so I had voiceover agents. That. Uh, we went. They took me out to dinner at Palm 2 on First Street and I came outside and I maybe had been drinking uh-huh. as Cameron pointed sure, out in New York City it's possibility I walked outside and I looked at her, and I said why is everybody so fucking short? <laughs> I mean everybody in New York is about five feet tall. Yeah. It's is it not true? You oh. must have been a giant there. Oh yeah. No, people would always stop me, take pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> they would let me hold
8: their babies. It was good luck. Hold your you baby. Know. I feel like
1: you're thinking of China. Oh Are
8: you yeah, wait, wait. China? China. <laughs> oh, Seems let's like
3: talk you're... to Catherine about India. <laughs>
1: what? Oh my God! Oh, Did you get off hilarious. of that already,
3: Cameron, oh my God. Cameron, you're, this you're yeah, this ready this, Kurt? You're gonna love this, but yeah, Cameron's really your, gonna like it because it's a woman it's deal. So ridiculous! <laughs> you know those women. All We're talking same. about. Catherine it went to India last year. La
9: la la! Not listening.
3: And <laughs> all the people, especially the women, stopped her and said, "Could I? May I take my picture with you?" Yeah. And then there are two things, two reasons why they want the picture. And one, I don't get at all. The one. They thought you were Julia Roberts. Oh, awesome! She doesn't look anything we're like all Julia all look, we Roberts. We all look
1: alike. I awesome. mean, also not a bad one. Not, I mean, you no, not
3: But here's my favorite part. <laughs> so went, finally, after about the hundredth picture, she said, "Why do you want to take it your picture weird. with me? Yeah. Why do you want to take your picture with me?" And this Indian woman said, "You have to understand, to us, you are Barbie.
1: <laughs> You're you are like Barbie doll." <laughs> uh, Well, (laughs) I feel that must have been like a Uh, great self-esteem
0: boost. (laughs) Well, I I have to say, everybody there has very dark hair or else it's dyed an odd orange, something about some goddess yeah, Yeah. that they worship or or something. So, I mean, you don't see any variation in hair color, ever. There's not a light brown. There's not really gray. Everybody has very jet black hair and here, you know, I'm like, a foot taller than almost everybody.
1: And, you
7: know, I I'm, love I'm glowing that,
1: white. It's yeah. like I love that they thought I couldn't blend because Barbie has physically impossible proportions. Yeah. So that says a lot so about what that experience was like <laughs> for you, so and probably what your, what your body why. Yeah. Like. yeah. Did
3: you see the headline? This woman was in a
0: bikini the entire is, time.
3: No bullshit. It's by coincidence, as we're talking about it, <laughs> yes. there's a woman that was in the news today that said she's a hypnotherapy woman. Oh. You know, I love like, no, hypnotherapy.
8: Tell she's them. going.
3: She looks like Barbie. She looks Johnson just like Barbie. Yeah, yeah. No,
8: I've seen that woman. She's a Russian, right? I, oh, I don't they know. got all those surgeries. Yeah, but she's
1: oh, she had so many yeah. surgeries.
0: There's two, two of them. Yeah,
3: there's two now. You ready for this one? Yeah. There's a new development. I'm not ready. Uh oh. She she's had like what five breast augmentations. It's insane. Lots of surgeries. Oh. Like oh. a, doll. She looks like a doll. terrible. But she said she's this. I'm not making this up. You can look it up. She said she's going to hypnotherapy to dumb herself down so she's like a real doll. She wants to get dumber.
7: Huh? Honey, you're I'm not, already really what? dumb. <laughs> I'm not making that no. up. Oh, she's
3: crazy. going to hypnotherapy to get dumber so she couldn't be just like a doll and not worry about anything. And I mean, Lord if she is... gets much dumber, she's going to stop. <laughs> i
7: <reading. laughs> sh- forget how. Th-
4: The dumbness that's is self
8: evident. Exactly well, she yeah. has to
1: forget how to talk, so that's pretty Oh, dumb. oh it,
8: uh, I wonder like
4: wonder who this
1: is for, you know? It's, I mean, I mean uh, it's not. It's her? Like called her, it's like, what called is her deep, background. Deep
8: mental breakdown. It's yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's something wrong with her. What would her child like? Doctors for money. Oh, by the way, the answer is Ukrainian
7: doctors. Of a good Point, well sure. done. Want we'll to yes. take a break here, Andy? <laughs>
3: Okie okay. okay, dokie. All right. Thank you very much. Be back in about 90 mm-hmm. seconds. From the renterswarehouse.com studios, more of the Tom Bernard Show.com. Wait, what break are we on? Dot com. Second one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, once you're getting it up, I can point out that tonight at 8 and 1030 and tomorrow night at 8 and 1030, Cameron and Kurt will be at Acme, one of the great comedy clubs in the world. Right downstairs. Right downstairs from where we are in the Itasca so, building.
1: Get out. Cameron Esposito.
3: <laughs> not
0: downstairs of your home.
3: Good food. Yeah. <laughs> what you got to do tonight? Just you won't to to find <laughs> Walk
0: downstairs and they're not there. <laughs> don't be disappointed.
3: <laughs> After this break, I want to tell you what to do to Kurt tonight. It'll be the greatest. Of, while you're on stage. <laughs> no, no, I no, can't no, while she's wait.
1: Because I've got some ideas <laughs> on my own.
3: <laughs> Brad Garrett. It was Brad Garrett's <laughs> joke. I, you know, he said, people don't know. He he does stand-up.
9: Yeah. He, he owns he does comedy anymore. club.
3: He used to. He it's
9: a comedy club in L.A., right? All right,
3: Andy, we're going to do it? Ew. I was distracted by a lint-covered Dorito on my... Ugh. For some reason,
0: Doritos are right. gross enough advice. as is.
3: <laughs> They're both at Acme tonight, eight and ten thirty. Cameron Esposito and Kurt Brownoler, and I'm going to give some advice to Cameron, something to do to Kurt tonight. Be right back in ninety seconds. Oh, how did you, oh, know, you know, know that? Wait a minute, I just where She what?
1: comes up here, young and blonde. Yeah. Hey, but
3: but the first time she wasn't into it. Could have been nicer. Yeah. Second time she just maybe had. Uh, yeah, she was not she into kind, it. You know, kind of. Huh. You know, oh, it was too bad. It's too bad. And then there was, uh, who's guy I told the to fuck off? Oh, well, who haven't you told the to fuck off? She's well, that's like true. Good point. She
1: started road dogging. Like, she, like, started as a young woman.
3: Oh, Emily Lottie Yeah, did?
1: just only on the road.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is just
1: very unusual for, yeah. like, at, you know, when she started at 23, she, like, was playing, like, weird teeny towns. Well, you and, know. So I don't know her very well, even though we were there for many years
3: together. You know, Crash and Burn. You know, that She does a deal with, uh, who the hell's in it? Tim Slegel.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, Tim Slegel. Who the hell's in it? Good funny people. She did Crash and Burn with him (laughs) Mm. and then she came back and opened, she was at Acme, I think.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Um, so.
3: But in any case, so Brad Garrett is opening for Frank Sinatra (laughs) and uh, every day, every night after he's done doing his deal, go backstage and Frank Sinatra would say, great job, Fred. And he said, "My, my name's actually Brad. Uh, so finally, Jilly, you know, Brad, uh, uh, Frank Sinatra's best buddy, he pulls him aside and he goes, "Look, I gotta tell you something. As long as you're working here, and your fucking name is Fred, okay?"
7: If Frank <laughs> says,
3: "Your name is Fred. Your fucking name is Fred. You got it." So he goes, "Okay, yeah, I'll do. It. Yeah, okay, I'll do that." So the last night, that he's gonna open for Frank Sinatra. He does it his whole act. He said, I killed. It was unbelievable. I just killed. Her. It was amazing. But then there was a bit of trouble at the end when I said, hey, thanks for being so nice. You can stay for the feature if you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. Isn't that a great story?
1: So in this story, Kurt is the Frank Sinatra That's exactly right. You know right. what I mean? Thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Just like Mike Molina, this episode is out of here of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week from Dr. David Trucker, Mike Molina's Farewell, Cameron Esposito, and Kurt Brownholer. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good luck, Molina. And we will see you next week.